And now, a special presentation of Faith Fit Radio with your host, Catherine Laguna. Hey, podcasters. Thanks for dropping by at Faith Fit Radio. I'm Catherine Laguna here at the Orlando radio station for an interesting podcast because this week I have Ricky Vasquez right here from Pembroke Pines, Florida. And other than being one of us, the cool Floridians, Ricky also has an inspiring story of taking on what God was calling him to do. And a few years ago, Ricky dropped everything he was doing and decided to completely commit to pursuing his music career because he thought that it was God inspiring him to pursue it. So I think that's pretty neat. So to hear more of his story, glad to have you on the podcast, Ricky. How's it going? Good. How are you? Everything's good. So, you know, you grew up in Florida, but you moved away. So tell us a little bit about your story and the start of what music became part of your life. Yeah, so I grew up classically trained in piano. I actually started playing piano only because my sister started taking lessons and I was jealous that she was allowed to and I wasn't. (laughs) So I started that around six and music's kind of always been a part of my life. I never thought it would be like what I ended up doing. I actually was in like a rock band in middle school and kind of have and then like a boy band in high school, kind nice. of taking a bunch of different routes. <laughs> um, but yeah, I taught myself guitar and bass around high school and just kind of started singing in ninth grade because a girl in my church asked me to, <laughs> and I thought she was pretty. And yeah, just step by step kind of evol- evolved into what I'm doing now, which is kind of crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so you said boy band. Now, would you go in sync or Backstreet Boys? I mean, or neither. You can pick neither. <laughs> um, I'd say neither. <laughs> neither. <laughs> okay, that's cool. So I'm so interested to have you on the podcast because I feel like your story is so relatable to a lot of young adults because you have this gift and you have this passion. And I feel it all the time because I really like fiction writing. And, uh, you know, God was calling you to take a leap of faith And obviously taking a leap of faith is terrifying, you know, no doubt, but you acted on that call. And so you started out with deciding to move away from home and pursuing this career in a place that you don't even know anybody. So what was that like? Yeah, it was kind of crazy. Um, So at the time, I actually was still, I was going to school at University of Miami and I still hadn't graduated necessarily mm-hmm. um, and was living at a camp called Covecrest in Georgia. It's a Catholic camp um, run by Life Team over the summer and just really felt like it was time to move on from Miami. But I didn't necessarily know what that meant or where that meant. But I wanted to, I felt called to pursue music more seriously. Um, and things were already starting to happen especially with worship leading um, that summer. So I wanted to kind of follow where that way was taking me and had like a very clear sense that it was supposed to happen, but it was also terrifying. And Nashville, weirdly, so originally I was going there to transfer schools. Mm-hmm. So I was going to transfer to another school in Nashville just to be like in a better music town for um, the stuff that I was trying to do because Nashville is big for Christian music and for like my other kind of singer songwriter music. But I ended up not going to that school, but setting up a lot of things in Nashville anyways. And just that door was open. So I kind of, and I felt after some like spiritual direction and stuff over that summer, 
I felt like Nashville was the next move. And I ended up continuing school online, but it was kind of a crazy decision. <laughs> <laughs> no, yes. Yeah. For sure. So how do you think your faith continued to give you that foundation to, you know, not think, oh, this this is, you know, was a bad idea? Like, how, how did that strengthen you each and every day? I'd say just, just bringing it to prayer a lot in the decision-making process and really, like, praying about it for a full three months of what I was going to do. It became really clear that this was like where I was supposed to be going. And there was a lot of peace in the decision, which should have been like an anxious decision. And it's it's crazy how it unfolded, really, because when I arrived in Nashville, I had no idea what I was going to do for work or for anything. And um, at the time, I just kind of started leading worship. And um, it seems like, like I would do that a little bit on the side. But suddenly, by the end of the summer, I just kept getting asked to go to different places and Suddenly, that just became my job. <laughs> hey, that's really neat. So let's talk a little bit about your music, past and present, because you had More Heart Than Sleeve released back in 2016, and it had five tracks that you worked on with even other talented musicians. That's pretty cool. And for me, House of Cards spoke to me on having sort of like unrealistic hope, and then when it falls apart, like you just got to really think about where is your faith based on, you know? Is that what it was like for you? Yeah, so More Heart Than Sleeve is a is a record that's not technically Christian, but it, it comes from a Christian person. Cool. But so I, I, I basically do worship leading full time and do my own secular music full time. But House of Cards is definitely a Christian song, just hopefully subtle. Um, <laughs> no, definitely. That's how you trick people into listening <laughs> to things that are good exactly. for them. Exactly. It was a, it was a tricky song, but I caught on. I caught on, Ricky. <laughs> Yeah, but basically it's about, yeah, like really placing your hope into something that is in itself faulty, which could be anything really, like Mm -hmm. you're hoping for a certain thing to come around and it doesn't, and suddenly like all your hope is gone and you feel like like lost. Yes. But in reality, you should have been placing your hope in a different direction. Mm -hmm. Like if you, so, so it's kind of like placing your hope in God above other things which could be a lot of things a relationship a job so yeah yeah no and it's really relatable and i think a lot of the young adults now you know depending on what stage in their lives they're in they can totally see the song and think of it as like in a god way and then think of it as just like a normal day-to-day experience so i think it's really Mm -hmm. cool and so then now you have a brand new album and it's called ghost of you and it's expected to drop on april 27th that's really cool you're on your second one how does that feel it feels great. I'm I'm really excited to release this record actually because we spent a lot more time on it than the last one. So I feel like I've been pouring most of the last year and a half or two into this project. So I'm just ready for people to hear it already. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Did you get to work with the same musicians as before, or um, did you change it up a little bit this time? Um, as far as the the band that played on the album. It's mostly completely different, but we had the the same producer, mm-hmm. which was really cool because he was somewhat newer when we started our first project, but now he's even he's grown in so many different ways. So it's kind of like feel I feel like it's an evolution 
for both of us, really. Yeah. Of, like, growth, hopefully. Oh, definitely. <laughs> it's like chapter two of, like, you know, the world of Ricky and his music. I think that's, you know, everybody grows in the, the types of career or passions that they have. And it's always, I think it's always a plus. So mm-hmm. so if anyone is uh, interested in checking out Ghost of You, it's already available for pre-order. Y'all have to check it out on iTunes. And so I really liked The Haunted I don't know. It seemed like a little dark, but at the same time, there was a lot of light in there. Can you tell me a little bit about your inspiration with that song? Yeah, so it's actually, it comes across like a negative message, but it's it's really not. Um, it's more about hope, and but the, the basic gist of it is like a lot of times, and, and in this particular song, it's talking about a relationship or something, we can get caught up in this like, it almost feels like being haunted by a ghost when you just keep coming back to something that is not good for you. And the message really is like moving past the situation. Um, but yeah, it, like the chorus says, I need to move past you. I need to outlast you, but you call in the night. It's like, mm-hmm. and by, by the end of it, really, it's, it's kind of coming to terms with like the reality of like needing healing from this and moving forward. So it's about moving forward. But sometimes we can get caught up in uh, a bind in a way. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Exactly. No, for sure. And so I have a little bit of a battle with The Haunted and Brave the Storm because I don't know who's going to be, you know, victorious at the end. Like my favorite song off the album. (laughs) (laughs) So then can you tell me a little bit about Brave the Storm? Yeah. Brave the Storm actually um, probably has the most, like, Christian references of the record as well. But it's really seeing the light at the end of the tunnel through a difficult situation um, and, like, the persistence needed to to do so. Um, yeah, sometimes the storms in life come when we least expect it. Mm-hmm. So Brave the Storm was, like, kind of like a personal challenge to myself. Like, I'm not going to run away from the storm. I need to embrace it because I know that even though the direction might not be where I was expecting it to take me on my hypothetical boat, Um, I'm still going to reach the shore, you know? Exactly. Yeah. And especially because like, there's always times where we go through trials and error and we just have to think that, you know, through the toughest times and even if we're failing along the way, Hey, there's always a light at the end of the tunnel and Jesus will be there, you know, waiting for you. We just got to, you know, have hope and believe that he has our back. Right. Mm-hmm. Cool. So Amen, then, sister. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so then, with the name of Vasquez, I can't, you know, let you go without asking: Was Spanish music ever part of you growing up? Did it ever, you know, drive you or inspire you in any way throughout your music career? Now, I know that you know your music is there's no salsa, there's no merengue, you know, there's no reggaeton. <laughs> you're not rapping, but there's got to be something in there from your Latin roots, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> My family is Puerto Rican, and growing up, the only music I really listened to in the car was my mom's, like, soft rock Hispanic music. Yes. <laughs> so I'm sure it infiltrated somewhere in there. And just the culture I grew up in influenced me as a person in general, so there's probably a ton in that. Yeah, and I, I really tried to not stray away from my Hispanic roots either, um, especially in worship leading. I've been trying to do more of it in Spanish. Actually, recently led a conference in Spain where we sang in Spanish and English. Nice. And it was really cool to be able to, like, pray with people from other countries and, like, tap into that part of my history. Definitely. Um, 
So, yeah, the Hispanic roots definitely are there. Maybe in, in how dramatic I am in my songs, too. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. I know. It's like I have, you know, I'm capable of surviving in Spanish, you know, talking Spanish. But, I mean, it's not like I'm going to pick up El Cuatro and start, you know, playing because, uh, you know, I don't play the Cuatro. So. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, that's Even so though cool. my mom would love if I learned how to play that. Hey, maybe this could be, like, a new, like, goal for next year. <laughs> yeah. And it could be for your following album. I mean, hey, you never know. It's just one song. <laughs> yeah. I'll, so, I'll discern it. <laughs> so with your Ghost of You album coming out, will you be touring with new music, or have you already been incorporating those songs into the different, like, missions that you've been doing lately? Because I've seen your tour list, and it's very busy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, with, uh, and I just added a few more today, so it'll be even yep. busier. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I've I've already started touring for Ghost of You, even though it hasn't come out yet. And really, the like hope is to like play some of the new songs and like build anticipation towards it, mm-hmm. so that when it does come out, it's already kind of like there's an awareness. Um, <laughs> but I will continue doing more shows after it comes out, maybe even into the fall. And diving into it deeper, especially as people know the songs more and such. So, yeah, right now I've been going around all over, driving in my own car and taking all my own gear and <laughs> just kind of... <laughs> hey, that's commitment. Hustling. So, exactly. But it's been great. The response thus far has been great, and the support has been great. Um, I did a similar tour last year, the... The numbers of people that are coming has almost doubled since last year, so it's it's a positive sign that things are going in the right direction. Yeah, no, that's so wonderful. I'm glad to hear. So thank you so much for joining me on Faith Fit Radio, Ricky. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Have a good one. So then don't forget, Ricky's album, Ghost of You, is available for pre-order, and it debuts April 27th, so it's not even that far away. It's going to be great. Now, Ricky, <laughs> where else can we follow you to keep up with your cool projects? Yeah, so I'm all over the internet. Um, <laughs> so if you just type my name, V-A-Z, not V-A-S, people get very confused. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, on my website, on Instagram, Twitter, which is, I guess, I think those handles are Ricky V-A-Z-Q Music, because someone took my full name. <sighs> <laughs> the struggle. <laughs> um, but yeah, you can follow along there. I will have some more projects after Ghost of You. It might be a little different, maybe even some side projects involving other folks. So, But that's all a secret, so you have to keep up with me to know. All right, wow, <laughs> you're leaving us on a cliffhanger. I mean, come uh, on. No. <laughs> <laughs> all right, thanks for tuning in, everyone. I really appreciate your time. I'm Catherine from Favorite Radio. Catch you on the next one. She said, come back when you're older. Wait for the wind to blow colder She placed me aside Smothered the tide Then left love to die And she placed her side on broad shoulders That gives me a taste when I'm sober Enough to stay drinking To render my thinking to outlast 
You call in the night 